At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Always follow, the follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Mike Prada, NBA writer, 538.com in 15 minutes. Back to the association. Mike North, Chicago legend in an hour. And we'll also te- uh, check in. This will be a fun discussion, too, with Tim Jenkins on these quarterbacks coming up as well. NFL draft right here in Vegas. Extensive coverage. The mocks from Matt Humans, Lombardi with his draft analysis. Mike Pritchard as well. And Brett Musburger sign up today to get full access to VEASAN through the draft for only $19 at VEASAN.com slash draft. Again, $19 VEASAN.com. Last draft today, Peter King called it a mysterious year, mm-hmm. and you're not uh, getting a lot of rumors. I know it's line season, but this is a unique year for the NFL draft, and who knows what's going to happen? You can start at the top, where now you're seeing a, a shift with the the uh, Hutchinson's down to 170 now in some spots to go number one overall, and there is some steam here and some rumors that maybe they could go Walker at number one. There was a report last week that Peterson wanted to go offense, but nobody knows anything, right? Uh, Peter King also says, don't be surprised if nobody who touches the ball goes in the first 10 of the picks next Thursday. Well, I would, I would be surprised by that. I, w- I would be really surprised by that. If you don't see a receiver go, I think a guy like Garrett Wilson from Ohio State is going to go to the Jets. Or, or you're going to see mm-hmm. some sort of uh, offensive player picked early. I'm not sure we're going to see a quarterback in the, in the top 10. Yeah. And you're right, Aiden Hutchinson, defensive end out of Michigan, is losing a little bit of steam. Last week, you were seeing minus 250 or so in that range. Yep. Now, you, now you're seeing $2, and you said, uh, how low did it get at one spot, 170? Well, one spot in town, he's 170 now. 170, minus that 170 for him to be the top pick of the draft. There's a lot of momentum for Trayvon Walker, edge rusher from Georgia, to be the top pick. There's uh, a lot of talk that Doug Peterson wants to go offense yep. with that first pick. Um. The Thibodeau stuff is all over the board again. Yeah, Kayvon it's Thibodeau looks like he go anywhere from number two to number ten. Yeah, I don't think he's going to slip to ten. I'm not sure he's going to slip below five. But how about the second pick of the draft, Malik Willis? The Lions seem to be serious about possibly taking him with the number two pick of the draft. Which would anything the Lions do shock <laughs> shock no, you? No. Right? It would never shock you. No, no. Uh, I, that. But that one, I'd, I'd fall off my couch if that happened, though, uh, to go number two. I'm not like sure this. Kenny Pickett's going to go number six to what? the Panthers. No, I think that's – no, that absolutely. I'm with you. Right. He might I, go – I don't even know if he goes top 12, 14 now. He might slip all the way to the Steelers at number 20. It Who could knows? happen, yes. Uh, but when, you, when you're doing a mock draft, it was kind of easy last week, which I did the same thing. I, I slipped into the 
easy choice and put Pickett to the Panthers at number six because of the Matt Rule connection through Temple and uh, the fact the Panthers have to have a quarterback, Paul. But they also yep. need a quarterback who can win now. Because Matt Rule is uh, on thin ice in Carolina. David Tepper, the owner, pretty much said at the end of last season he was disappointed in Rule. The quarterback play has been uh, an abomination the past couple of years. The Cam Newton, why bring Cam Newton back? What was the point of that? Mm-hmm. How many consecutive starts, or how many starts has he lost uh, as, as the Panthers' starting quarterback? Was it like 15 in a row? So you got to do something. something. Like Sam Darnold looks like he's not going to be the answer. So what would you do? Would you draft Willis? Would you draft Pickett? Or would you trade for a veteran like Baker Mayfield? I think I got Mayfield. Baker Mayfield is some transcendent franchise quarterback who just happens to be available. I think it is because we saw last year they traded a second round pick for Sam Darnold. That didn't work out. And I look at a, a head coach of Matt Rule, who is on the hot seat with the richest owner in the NFL, who is not a patient man, and they want to win. And so I think we've already seen Joe Brady be the scapegoat for the offense not working. Matt Rule needs to win. As much promise as Malik Willis has, and Kenny Pickett has, and Desmond Ritter, and Sam Howell, Matt Crowell, all the guys in this class, right? None of them is going to be able to step into this offense and win in 2022. We got Baker sitting in Cleveland, hopping on podcasts, begging for his way out of town. I do think for Carolina, it might be time to humble themselves a little bit and say, okay, we missed on Deshaun Watson. Not a great quarterback class at the top. Baker Mayfield might be our best option with Jimmy Garoppolo unable to throw until who knows when. That's Matt Miller on ESPN Radio. I would go that route or try to hope out, think, hope – that could get Garoppolo at some point as well. You know how I feel about Darnold. Uh, but the other thing is uh, you think that Pickett or Darnold is better than Pickett. So, or at least has uh, more talent and a better arm and accuracy. So that's, that's going to be tough for Kenny uh, Pickett to step in and win right yeah. away. The, the, the bottom line, Paul, is when you look at the situation with the Panthers, there's no great option. There's no, no. Easy, there's no easy answer here. Well, Matt's right. He missed. They missed on all these guys. Yeah. They were all in for Watson. It didn't. Go their way. They couldn't get another big right. name. Uh, the other thing too with Mayfield, he did it to himself though. Uh, with with he he shouldn't have played hurt. I mean, he, he, he had a horrible season, mm-hmm. and he just should have said, "Put Keenum in." I can't. I'm not close to 100. percent I can't do it right. after having a great year, breakout year, and they almost went to the AFC title game. And that's because of that report. Now, NFL Network Ian Rappaport also thinks Baker could land with the Panthers. Now you're seeing the picket stuff die down, and maybe New Orleans or maybe Pittsburgh. Who knows? And I don't know what's going to happen with Willis either. Uh, where he could slide or, or how high he could go. Uh, Peter King's right. Stuff's all over the board, too. And from a betting standpoint, this is at Boyd Gaming here in town. Uh, I did I give out, uh, I bet two and a half over quarterbacks in the first round. Boyd has three and a half under minus 175. Mm. You still don't think they can go over. You say three tops. Uh, but the love, the love with Ritter now. You're seeing Ritter uh, in, in the first round, too, with several of the mocks as well. But we'll do more on this. With uh, I want to do this because you are here, and you did your mock on Friday show. I think people are in for a rude awakening if they come to town oh, about oh, betting oh, this. Oh, they really are. Number one, yeah. we are, the draft is is a week from Thursday. Okay, yep. you only have two spots up in town that are offering props on it, and it's like seven or eight of them only. Yeah, Not right to now mention, it's uh, Boyd ahead. and uh, Stations, right? Chuck Esposito. Let's put them three. Up. Sorry, William Hill too. My William Hill. Three. So you got three books. Yep. You got three books put up NFL draft props. When people get to town next week, the day before right. the draft, how many books are going to have up draft props? And that's the other thing where it's a Nevada thing and with the gaming commission that you have to take them down the night before. Right. It can't be, so you're going to come to town. It's like, oh, this is great. And they're going to be in for a rude awakening. Yeah, people think they can roll into Vegas and bet the, bet the draft. Well, you get here the night before, you're SOL. It's not going to happen. Uh, now, n- not all draft props have to be taken down the night before in Nevada. Mm. All the player-specific props have to be taken down. You can leave up props like a uh, number of SEC players to be drafted in the first round, a uh, number of defensive players, offensive players, things like that. You can leave a handful of those props up. But, Paul, people, a lot of people think they're going to ro- roll in here and uh, start firing on the draft, and that's not the way it's going to work. A lot, a lot of going to be a lot of surprised people next week when oh. they get to town thinking they can bet the NFL draft and find out most of this stuff is off the board. And some books 
And I ain't even going to put much up, like the Westgate Superbook. Guys over there told me they're going to put some props up to Monday before the draft yeah. and take them down on Wednesday. Oh, my God. Yeah, for what? like two days. That's it? And there's talk that Circus Sports is not even going to book the draft. And they did. They had a plethora of stuff last year. They had second, third right, round stuff right. that they had up. Well, hopefully some of that changes. I, I think. They're going to put it up Monday and take it down Wednesday because they, well, that's the rule. But, um, right, right. Not till. Oh John, Johnny Avello. What, what was the reason? Huh? Did they give you a reason? What, what did they say? Well, we lose on it every year? Yeah. Or just sharp action? About, what was? The bookmakers will tell you they've, they've been beat on a draft uh, at least three of the last four years, right? So they're not excited about putting this stuff up. It's an information-based event where it's tough to stay ahead of this stuff sometimes when the information does leak. And, um, you know, we've done well betting the draft three of the last uh, four mm. years, so. And that's wow. one reason bookmakers wow. don't like it. It's much different than booking a game. That's for sure. Much different. These information-based events like this. But it's it's here. John Avello. I mean, put, to put yeah. lower limits up then. I mean, I, I just. I, I, I'm with you. I See, I would book it. I would put as much up as possible. Lower limits. Let people fire on uh, as much stuff as they want. You, you just can't make huge bets on this stuff. And, um. That's the way I would book it. But John Avello at DraftKings mm-hmm. said he thinks the state of Nevada is making a big mistake. It was his quote, big mistake by taking all this stuff down uh, the day before the draft. Sure. At, at places exactly like right. DraftKings yep. and other books like that, Bet Rivers, you can leave your draft props up. You can put live, you can, you can uh, have live betting on the draft. You can leave everything up right until the draft starts. That's the way it should be here. Yep. I, I'm, I'm, I'm with Johnny. And that's on the commission, though, too, with that silly right. rule. Uh, and we're behind the times again. So, okay. I mean, is, is it how, much, how big is this really a. What do you think about it? Didn't even have draft betting in Nevada until four years ago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, what's the difference between this, though, and what we just went through for two years with sports and, and the COVID stuff, especially like college basketball? Right. You never knew who was in and out on a, uh, what was happening with COVID with college basketball. You just have to be on Twitter ahead of the game. Exactly. With, with, uh, that's the other thing. It is mysterious. You, know, you don't know what's going to happen with the draft. I'm not so sure that the books would get punished if they put a lot of a lot of stuff up. Yeah, this is going to be a tough draft. I, I got to say, as much as I love betting the NFL uh, draft, this is going to be a tough one because I've, I've been going through all the props, trying to find bets aside from playing over five and a half wide receivers in the first round. Uh, I think you're you're you probably have a winner over two and a half quarterbacks in the first round. This because maybe has a lot to do with the lack of high-profile quarterbacks, but I don't see a lot of intrigue to this draft. And like Peter King said, there's right. a lot of mystery. I'm not I'm not picking up on a lot of good information so far. Hopefully that changes this week because uh, I would like to have, you know, 10 or 15 prop plays at least by the time this draft starts. Two years ago when we did the, uh, the COVID draft in 2020, uh-huh. we had over 30. I had 30-some yeah. prop plays on that draft. That was a great draft. That was a, the draft with uh, Joe training. Burrow, Tua, yeah. Justin Herbert. That was a great draft to bet. It doesn't feel like this is going to be a great draft to bet, does it? Yeah, I'm with you on that one. Yes, and no, no one knows anything of what could happen. I think uh, you see a lot of surprises as well. Not to mention, if there's one trade, it blows everything up too from a prop and mock draft standpoint. Mike Prada, NBA writer, 538.com. Up next, can any of these underdogs who got crushed in game one make it a series? Straight ahead. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. 
I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play hey guys this is matt jones drew franklin from the fade this podcast we got a great episode coming up picks in all the sports football basketball we do them all but here's a preview of this week's episode do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs i don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't okay so you think if you just come out and go i got hair plugs yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Your, hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. the sports betting network bet rivers has the bases covered when it comes to early week betting fun today make your perfect combo and try your hand at the new baseball same game parlays then tomorrow log in to bet rivers get a 20 percent profit boost to use on any baseball game log on to the bet rivers app or go to betrivers.com to get your baseball bets in Mike Prada joins us now, NBA writer, 538.com, at Mike Prada, NBA, P-R-A-D-A, and his new book, Spaced Out, How the NBA's Three-Point Revolution Changed Everything You Thought You Knew About Basketball. Uh, let's start with that crazy finish with the Nets and the Celtics. What a game. Sign me up for seven games of that. But I, I love that Udoka didn't call a timeout there at the end, and he only likes to do it if there's something wrong. He said, I thought it was a great execution and, and great finish by the Celtics in that final possession. What say you? Oh, man, I was so happy that they didn't call a timeout. I, I think um, I think the thing in the NBA in general now, but I think it's very much true. I think when you play in chaos, when you play in scramble mode, people will make mistakes, and you have to trust your players. They're the best players in the world for a reason. You know, you call timeout, you give them a chance to set up. And I know he said that they didn't uh, they didn't want to put better defensive players on the floor. But, I mean, you also really see it in that. Look at all, two guys scrambling out to Marcus Smart. Do you think they'd do that if they had time to take a timeout and just sort of go over that? Yeah. I mean, I thought I think more coaches need to do that. And I think it's better for the game, but I think it's also you're, you have a better success rate. Sometimes the best coach can be just to not do something. Do you think this – would you – if you're the Celtics, put uh, – Claxton on the free throw line, follow him on purpose. I, I think it maybe I think it, it's something worth looking at. But you also have to remember that uh, one of the downsides of putting him on the free throw line. I know there's sort of the uh, points uh, per possession element and sort of the expected value of the free throw, but there's also the element that you're putting yourself in a half court situation, which is less advantageous for you. You know, and I think certainly you saw in that last play. Boston kind of can capitalize in the chaos of a missed shot and a rebound. And so I, I would be careful to turn a half, the game to a half-court game against those nets with those great half-court shooters. You know, it's funny. You're on today of all days in, in the name of your book. This was there, the good stuff on Twitter yesterday. But I'll tell you, the nets were taking a lot of long twos, which the, the, everyone was saying, well, look, it's Kyrie and Duranto. But if you back up a little bit, it's an extra, they give you an extra point. So, I mean, it's yeah. still – you got to credit the Celtics defense, though. I mean, look, yeah. defenses want to stop threes as much as offenses want to take them. 
You know, so sometimes it doesn't always work the way you want. And, you know, Kyrie's dagger was a dagger three. You know, it just didn't end up being the dagger. And, you know, I think you know, you're also seeing, I mean, this is sort of an interesting league-wide trend. I do think that the three-point attempts are, it's not uh, going down. I think they're starting to plateau. I think that now teams are like, oh, okay, this is what teams want to get. We're going to try to prevent them from shooting those shots. And they've incorporated different ways, Boston, with their switching in particular. So I think that there is perhaps going to be a revitalization. I believe this was the first year that the expected value of a two-point shot was higher than the expected value of a three for a number of years. I don't remember if I got that wrong. But there is, I think the Martin Rosen said it earlier in the year, sometimes now because so few people cover that area, there's like an ocean to pluck. And the expected value of a two-point shot now may be going up because, you know, people aren't defending it the same way. So I don't know if that means, I mean, there's something to know out there. I think what you're going to see actually is that fewer are rim shots because players teams are better protect the paint. But I do think that the, the long two-point jumper, it's not even the long two-point jumper, just the two-point jumper is starting to make a revival in the league this year. Mike Pradit, 538.com NBA writer. Uh, Paul and I were talking last week. Nobody was uh, really paying attention to Miami Heat, the top seed in the East. You talked about the importance of the three-pointer. Duncan Robinson, P.J. Tucker hit 12 for 13 in game one. Trey Young on the flip side, 0 for 7 uh, for the Hawks. I don't think the Hawks are going to win this series, but can this underdog fight back a little bit? Do you see any hope uh, for the Hawks as this uh, series moves on to game two? Yeah, I, I think it's harder without Clint Capella. That was a really big injury. Uh, mm-hmm. And John Combs came back in game one. He didn't look right. I'm still relatively, I still think this will be a longer series than it appears because, I mean, there are no schedule losses in the playoffs, but the Hawks having to go to Cleveland and then less than 36 hours later because of the early start to Miami, that's about as close as a schedule loss as you can get. I think realistically, there's no way they're putting that game, you know, and the game two is really the game to get. So I still think there's a chance. The only, the only downside, I think, is that you saw elements of this in the first game, but Trey Young, Miami's one of the best at just shutting down perimeter spaces. I mean, they're just all over the perimeter. And Atlanta, they spread you out so much in the relative to the rest of the league. And if Trey Young can't get going, and if they, he has trouble, you have to give the kind of toast. But I do think that, I mean, I think that this will be, a, I don't think this will be a sweep. I think, I don't know if game one really showed us a whole lot just because of the rest of the day. You know, Miami's been off for a whole week, and Atlanta played 36 hours ago in a muscling game without their center now. So I think they'll, they'll play better in game two and going forward. Whether that means they win the series, probably not. But I think it will go more at least five games for sure. How about tonight? I think you like Toronto's chances uh, going into game two before all the injuries and not going to have Barnes. What adjustments can Nurse and the Raptors make? Yeah, that, that's too bad because I, I really think that if they were healthy, I would have really liked them in this game. You know, in game one, I think Philadelphia had a really good game plan where they knew Toronto would flood the ball. They would flood hard. And, and Maxi in particular, just feasted when they flung the ball and just jetted to the rim. I think Toronto would have made that adjustment in game two. They would have made James Harden beat them a lot more than they did. You know, and the problem now, though, is that just with all the injuries, you know, who's guarding James Harden? Who's guarding Maxi? Barnes is out. Gary Trent looks like he's going to be out. Uh, Thaddeus Young, I think he's a really important player for them. He's out. And President Fleet, I know he's playing, but he looked kind of thin like healthy trying to guard uh, Maxi. So it's tough to see personnel-wise with the adjustments are. But what I would expect is just a lot more of like, you know, okay, James Harden, we're not going to overhelp off you. We're not going to pinch in off you. We're not going to, we're going to shut off Maxi's water. We're not going to let Tobias Ferris get shot. You're going to have to beat us against over our lane. And let's see how you do with that. And, and anything with the adjustments that the uh, the Nuggets can make, and certainly Dallas up against it as well without Luca. I mean, there's other than Brunson, just there's no one that can create their own shot on on that team, and, and Utah doesn't even play well. Yeah, no, I, I think uh, I like Dallas's chances more than Denver's. Uh, wow, I, agree with you. I actually like I actually like Dallas's game plan in Game One. I just think they they fell a little short. They they didn't account for Bogdanovich, who I think had a huge game. Uh, that sort of you know, for all the offensive struggles that they have, that they have with shot creators, they do have like a formula there where you're Brunson, and Spencer Dinwiddie as well. 
and they are attacking Gobert and Utah is poor defensively. I think the problem they ran into in game one is that they had they put their forwards on the two guards and then Bogdanovich kind of feasted against either Brunson or Dinwiddie and they've got to clean figure out a solution there. And they started too late, but I think they just missed a couple shots. So I actually think that they had a chance. Denver, I mean, it just looked like they were playing at seventy five percent speed and the Warriors were at work speed in that game one, you know. Jokic looks like he can't handle the space that Colin Fred puts out there. I don't think, I was saying this to a friend, I don't know if Bill Russell was trying to step out as far as with how the Warriors are moving it. So that just might be a, a bad matchup. That just might be a difficult one. And, and then Steph didn't even really do a whole lot. So, yeah, it doesn't look good for Denver. I like Dallas' chances to even it up. I, I think that Utah is beatable despite their talent advantage. And I think Dallas is very quick to even being one. They do that again, and they do a little better on Bogdanovich. I think that they can even up. And then it's 1-1, and we'll see if Luger comes back, and I think that series will go long. Thanks for a few minutes, Mike. Good to talk to you. Thanks for having me. Spaced out. How the NBA's three-point revolution changed everything you thought you knew about basketball. Mike Prada, 538.com at Mike Prada, NBA. So I'm looking at this, and you asked me earlier. it, it was a horrible spot for Atlanta, but Miami's so good defensively, and they, they were awesome in game one. Hard for the Hawks to uh, make it a competitive series. Forget about the Pelicans. Forget about the Bulls. I, I'd like the Toronto. I thought Toronto could give it a uh, go and make it a competitive series, but now with the injuries, that might be too much to overcome, and I cannot make a case for Denver and Dallas. That's six of the eight right there. Yeah. We know, we know that Celtics should be awesome. And we'll see if uh, what happens with Memphis and Minnesota. But this is that's six of the eight. I can't do it. I can't make a case for six teams. It's tough. I, I think the Nuggets can come back and win a game. Yeah, maybe. gentlemen sweep, right? Yeah, I would agree with. I that. mean, the that's Hawks. It. The Hawks can win a game, uh, maybe two. The Raptors can win a game or two. Obviously, the Raptors were the team that I think we targeted. A lot of us says. Uh, a, a live dog going into the first round. Now the injuries have really changed that picture. So it's a little bit disappointing that we're not going to see some more competitive series. And like you said, you were, you really thought the Mavericks going to roll before the Luka injury. Yep. And that, that turns that bad. series upside yes, down. Um, so not as much intrigue here in the first round as we, we had hoped to have. Uh, going into it. We'll get back to Nets and Celtics. That's going to be a hell of a series. In the Kyrie comments, you won't believe uh, in 20 minutes. Up next, rapid fire the MLB card with some day games. And will this historic run continue with the NHL with all the favorites? Straight ahead, Paulie Howard, Matt Newman's Peace and Fall the Money. The Sports Betting Network. Baseball predictions made brighter. Join the Born in a Ballpark Challenge presented by Blue Moon to compete free for cash all season. Enter weekly prediction pools to fight for your share of 62000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Blue Moon to join the action. Blue Moon made brighter, 21 only. DraftKings.com for details. MLB card. Red Sox getting ready to go here in a couple hours at home. Fenway, 8 o'clock against the 8 a.m. Pacific, rather, against the Twins. Hill against Bundy. Hill, $1.45, 9 the total. Twins hitting a buck 80. Worst batting average in the American League. Minnesota, 3 and 6. Boston, 5 and 4 on the season. Can Bundy do it again? But I think that, I think the Red Sox offense will uh, will will touch. I lean Red Sox today. here a little bit, yeah. and the Red Sox bats were off to a cold start too the first week of the season. But um, I think both of these teams are going to warm up offensively. I like Rich Hill a little bit in this pitching matchup. Minus one thirty four is not a bad price. And Paul, if you're going to bet this game, get it early. Uh, this is eight ten in the morning Pacific time, and uh, you reminded me this is a Boston Marathon yep. today. So get it. You're right. Get it in because it's going to. That's get, an early start. Yep. That, that right. And it's a it's a tough card today. Would you agree? It's been a, also a, a weird start to the season with what's gone on. Yeah, so I've not bet many games. I, I did yeah. bet the Friday game I went to the uh, Braves Padres game. I've bet like seven or eight baseball games so far. Just not not too uh, too much action so so far in the baseball season for me. I do love the uh, the pitcher the Mets have going today. 
And yes. he, he was he was a very good bet as an underdog the last time out. Yep. Giants doing it again. They're seven and two yeah, so far. Great. Mets are seven and three. The Mets are eight one and one on the season in the first five. And it's McGill against Cobb. McGill a dollar fifteen, seven the total. I know we used to get into this with Dave Koken, our friend a while ago, about what is a good manager worth? How many wins? I could go as high as uh, seven to ten games at a man, and I think you're seeing that with Showalter, the difference he makes with the Mets. So they're off to a hot start, and so is McGill. And we'll see if the Mets can keep it going here against the Giants. But the Giants are uh, playing good ball. Well, through as well. ten games, the New York Mets starting pitchers have the best ERA in baseball, one point oh seven, and the bullpen's atrocious. Yeah, like twenty fourth. The bullpen, they, That's right. Uh, right. The, the starting staff's been off to a very hot start. Not that that's going to continue at that number, but the Mets starters have been very good. What do you want to do with McGill? First five under, game under? What do you think? You know, the price is not too high here. Uh, are you buying into the Giants? I, they had, they Absolutely. Had a, they had a big weekend in Cleveland. Uh-huh. Uh, they were phenomenal last season in close games. And I think they went... Last season, I think they went 17-2 and two against the D-backs last year, right? That was a big difference mm-hmm. in uh, the Giants in that division race, how well they played against Arizona. I lean Mets here at, at this price. I like McGill. I, w- I would probably go that way. I, uh, a couple of uh, short favorites today in baseball I considered. I have not bet yet for the record, but I did look at the Mets and the Red Sox. I want to talk about the Yankees for a minute. Sure. Can we do oh, this? Ugly. Ugly. Can't hit. Go ahead. That was pathetic in Baltimore. Sad. Sad <laughs> Sad weekend for the Yankees. Shut out yesterday, with, and they got a great pitching performance from Nestor Cortez. Oh, immaculate inning. 12 strikeouts right. in five innings. Did nothing with it. <laughs> All right, so this is from ESPN Stats and Info. The Yankees have scored 30 runs in their first 10 games, their fewest through 10 games since 1977, 35 years ago. Is it? 45. Oh, 40, yeah. Uh, man. What was the second half of that tweet? We, we pulled it off the screen. Anyway, they were shut out yesterday uh, by the Orioles. Despite that great pitching performance, the Cortez went to waste. Yep. And to me, this goes back to um, it was the first time the Yankees were shut out by the Orioles since 2016. That was the second half. All right, so if you go back to last season... Orioles' record against the Yankees is 10-12. and 12. The Orioles' record against the, uh, the Rays, 1-21. and 21. Yeah, right. Yeah. So that's been the big difference for the Yankees yeah. in that division is they can't beat Baltimore. It's embarrassing. And to me, this goes back to the offseason when Hal Steinbrenner, he, who's, I hate to say it, an embarrassment to the family, the boss... <laughs> Uh, the boss would be rolling over in his grave at what Hal's doing with his team. First of all, you cannot give Aaron Boone a contract extension. Uh-huh. You, you got to get rid of Brian Cashman. <laughs> Cashman's a fraud. He's still bringing up 17. I know. With the what, Astros. What, what he said about the Astros what, last week was. You know, you know, no, Brian, it's been a World Series drought. What drought? We had yeah. it in 17. Was it, I let it go. In Come my on. book, we went to the World Series yeah. because, yeah, that's so, so lame for a GM of the Yankees to say something like that. I thought 92.5 was a joke, the, the win total. I, I, I'm like, this is ridiculous. They're not going to win 93 games. That's a, That was under. Yeah. I'm saying that from the beginning. Now I'm a little bit surprised the offense has been this anemic mm-hmm. early in the season because if you look at the Yankees' top six in the lineup, it's, I, I said this before, the most physically imposing top six maybe in baseball history. All those guys are 6'5", yeah. 250, and they look like killers. Um, <laughs> but so far... It's been a case of uh, they look like Tarzan, play like Jane, because they're not hitting the ball. Uh, Joey, Joey Gallo right now is a strikeout machine. Uh, so what do the Yankees do? It goes back to the offseason when Brian Cashman did mm-hmm. not make the moves he needed to make, did not even make a contract offer to Carlos Correa. They don't have a shortstop. they got to hope Luis Severino delivers as a starting pitcher because their starting pitching is going to be in a world of hurt if Severino does not return to be the guy he was before the injury. Garrett Cole is going to go tomorrow, Paul, and I can't wait to see his next start because he's been hit hard in his first two starts, 
He's not the $324 million man that the Yankees paid for a couple of years ago. It's a mess right now. Yeah. Uh, well, five and five is the end of the world. I know the offense. You're right, but well, that's, that, that, Tampa's five and five. That's a good division. That thing, but uh, but that's the other thing about the, the division was so difficult. How are you going to get? How can you tell me they're going to win 93 games and go over their win uh, total? I, I I didn't think that. I thought the Yankees under was a pretty good bet, but it's uh, I, I think it's a mess at the top with Cashman and Boone. And now, what are you going to do with Aaron Judge? He wants 36 million a year. The Yankees offered 26. That's the face of the franchise. Are you gonna are you gonna pay that guy thirty six million a year with his injury history? Where do the Yankees go from here? I think they got a lot of problems, man. Okay, so does uh, Arizona, but we knew that going in. Arizona's three and six. Somehow they're hitting one fifty. Right. So they got shut out yesterday. They scored. They scored three runs in the win Saturday. They got to that pathetic Mets bullpen. They got two in the ninth on Friday. They, they had three hits in that game. I mean, look at this offense. Wednesday, they beat Houston in extra innings. They, remember, they had one run. The guy got hit on the foot with a breaking ball, 0-2. <laughs> and then they scored two runs right. in the bottom of the 10th. Right. They scored one run against the Astros. They got. Remember, they were getting no hit by Darvish and then no hit uh, in the next game as well. They got to the Padres' bullpen opening day. They got four in the ninth to walk off and win that game. They were shut out the next day. They scored two. I mean, five hits, five hits, two hits. This is pathetic, this Arizona outfit. And Mad Bum goes against the Nats, and Gray and the Nationals are $1.35 and eight and a half coming up today in that game. But I just, I'm looking up, like, they have like four or five hits every single game. Pathetic display by Arizona. I'll tell you another team in that division, and I was in San Diego over the weekend, and I was there for the Friday game watch Mackenzie Gore make his major league debut for the Padres. And that was the uh, the night after the Padres had that 12-run outburst against the Braves. Manny Machado had a huge game. Yeah. This Padres offense has got some problems, too. Without Fernando Tatis in the lineup yeah. while he's injured, the Padres might be a team to look under. Yesterday's game, 2-1. to one. Friday's game went under. Uh, the, the Padres are a pretty poor offensive team right now without Tatis. Yep. Kershaw goes after the uh, no-hit bid against the Twins. He's going against Atlanta. He's a dollar eighty-five at home, an eight and a half. And the Reds off to a slow start. That's not a surprise. It's going to uh, be a slow middle yeah. and a slow finish. Too. Right. The yeah. Reds are two and eight, and the throw in Samoan Manet is a dollar sixty for the Friars at home coming up. And the Cubbies and Hendricks are at home against McClanahan and the Rays, as I mentioned earlier. Rays only five and five on the season. They are a dollar forty-five road favorite. Look at the A's. Frankie Bag of Donuts is a dollar eighty at home against the Orioles. <laughs> right, and that was everyone was on the uh, A's under. Still could happen, but the A's uh, playing good ball. At least surprising a lot of people with their start too. And the Astros and Angels going at it again today. Garcia's a dollar fifty-five at home against Lorenzen and the Angels. How about Madden intentionally walking Seager with the bases loaded? I thought it was crazy. What is he? God. I thought it was crazy. They won man. the game, but that was, yes. Joe Madden likes to do oh. unconventional things. Some people will say, the genius at work. He's a mad genius. Uh, by the way, forget about that Angels game. Mike Trout not going to be in the lineup tonight. Unlikely to be in the lineup with the hand injury. Back to the NBA. What a game yesterday. The Celtics with the buzzer beater at home against the Nets. And let me get this straight. With that fan base, the hostility, they're going to bring this guy back in the series. That's coming up next. Visa and Follow the Money, the Sports Betting Network. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. NFL Draft right here in Vegas. We'll have extensive coverage, mock drafts from Matt Humans, Lombardi, former NFL GM. We'll have his picks and analysis. Mike Pritchard, first, uh, former first-round pick. Sean King won a Super Bowl. Sign up today. Get full access to VEASAN through the NFL Draft. Only $19 at VEASAN.com slash draft. What a game last night, or afternoon, rather, with the Celtics and the Nets physical. Uh, so many great, uh, tough shots. Kyrie goes off. The controversy, which we'll get to coming up. Boston's up 15 in the second half. Big lead going to the fourth quarter. Durant on the bench. And then the Nets make a big run. Looks like they're going to win. Celtics down three late. Brown with the lay-in. They get the stop, the long three, Durant. And then the great job by Yudoka. And I'm glad they talked about that after the game. That he doesn't call timeout there unless there's a confusion or there's something wrong. And he lets them play. That's good coaching. They're on the same page. And that was beautiful. The execution and the passing and how smart. A lot of guys would take that shot. Mm -hmm. And some would argue Smart would have taken that shot early in his career or last year. But he passes up. You got Durant coming out, flying at him, hand in the air. And then the pass to Tatum to lay it in. The buzzer beater. And that game had everything. The the officiating in the first quarter was disgusting. I think he had 21 free throw attempts. But Boston needed that too. Because if you were going to lose home oh, court man. off the bat like that in a game you led by 15, that would have been tough to take. But, uh, again, let's go. Game two on Wednesday. Can't wait. Good performance. Great game. Kind of remind you of 1987. Bird with the steal underneath the DJ. That, that was with one second yeah. left, by I the way. I can't believe that's their only buzzer beater. That, 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 that blows my mind. Only yeah. buzzer beater in, in Celtics home playoff yeah. history. The, the Bird DJ play was with one second left. Apparently so. Now that's going to be a great series, and the Nets are easy villains, right? It's uh, it's easy to dislike the Nets with Kyrie and KD and all the nonsense uh, they bring to it. KD's he's 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 a choir boy compared to Kyrie, but this is you wonder if this could get out of control with a passionate. Remember, that's that's Easter and a day game. Wednesday (laughs) they're going to get tanked up for Wednesday. I that, hope was, so. that was that uh, was. I hope so. Right. I want to see it. So they were coming in. They were just hardcore sports fans. Yesterday, what's going to happen on Wednesday when they're tanked up and have the pregame with a night game? Okay, they can't stand <laughs> this guy, and I don't blame them. Right. But again, Kyrie does this, doing it to himself too. No, no. But they need to get over it. They need to move on. You need to move on. You're nice. the one with the problem. Who keeps bringing it up? I'm going to go in there with poise and composure, and not pay attention to any extra noise. I'm going to let the action speak for themselves. I don't have time, the focus to pay attention, all that going on with all the narratives that surrounded me in Boston. How many times was he caught giving the middle finger and the double bird? Okay, and then he said, it's on video, what he said at halftime when a fan said, Kyrie, you suck, and what he said back to him. And then what he said, apparently he said to Bill Simmons' section, uh, bleep off B to somebody else as well. 
Yeah, the stomping on the logo, <laughs> uh, the, the double birds, the profanity. I'd find them half a million easy if I was silver. Half a million easy, what, what I would do. So, you know, this, well, they were saying this, they were saying that. You're a professional athlete. I mean, you, you haven't heard this stuff before, but the B word has you all hot and bothered, okay? Yeah. I mean, this guy's ridiculous. You cannot act like that on national television where you make a shot on the sideline and you're giving the fans the finger, and then you're inbounding the ball and you're doing this behind your head. He's been, act- he's been acting like an immature idiot for a long oh, time. Crazy behavior. I mean, that, that puts it in the spotlight yesterday in a game like that. I think the NBA Players Association might fight that half a million dollar fine idea. I don't think that's going to fly. They find but, Kobe a hundred thousand with the gay yeah, slur. Yeah. But this this is you can't tell you cannot tell a fan bleep my bleep <laughs> and on tape and then you can't say you can't he's giving people the bird on national television <laughs> left and right he's doing this. Now, the That's other thing. Yeah. For me, I, I got to separate Kyrie the player from Kyrie the person because I can't stand the guy. He's so full of crap. And remember, like he, said, remember he disappeared last year too. He yeah. just took off. Well, right. yeah, yeah. Had the race yeah. relations, the social tension going well, on. He the tried race. to get he, other... he, the guy disappeared for like two weeks. I wouldn't tell the Nets when he was coming back too. Right. And during 2020, the uh, the bubble season, remember he, he tried to get players to shut it down. Yeah. yeah, didn't think it was yeah. a good idea. Yeah. Right, yeah. The, yeah. Anyway. Flat earth guy. Try to separate the player from yeah. the person, because you know, as a player, he's sensational. You saw yesterday how great he can be in the fourth quarter. He had 39 points in the game. He can be in awe of his talent and just uh, and uh, be annoyed by the other uh, nonsense. But this is by far the most intriguing first-round series, Brooklyn-Boston. Oh, I thought that was going to be Vicious. the case going into it, uh, even more so now. With all the stuff happening with uh, Kyrie. Okay, so you saw the hostility and the anger and, and the middle finger and all this other business. Let me ask you this, because there's reports. It reminded me of George Bush mm-hmm. with that we must stop the terror. Now watch this drive. But when the, when the media came in, <laughs> the media came in at practice and Ben Simmons is like, watch this. Yeah. And he dunks the ball. Like, you're 6'11". What do you, yeah. what, what? Wow. If they, That's incredible. <laughs> That guy will melt uh, and implode okay. in in front of us if they bring that guy into the series. Thin-skinned players cannot handle Boston. Oh, they can't handle God. New York. They can't handle Philly. It's, it's, it's going to be tough for Ben Simmons. He hasn't played in a year. He's doing individual workouts. Right. They think he'll be back for game four, maybe. You're going to put that guy into this series? Put him on the free throw th- Yeah, I'm going to follow him right away. He put him on third. the free throw line. <laughs> How do you think that's going to go? And I'm glad I forgot the guy's name. But I want to... He covers the Celtics, but he goes, uh, this will not end well if that's their plan. Where an NBA guy is going to take a year off, mm-hmm. he's that fragile. Oh. And he, and last time we saw him, he melted down and was shooting 34% from the free throw line. And you want to put that guy in the first game back in the Celtics playoff series with this physicality and this guy can't shoot to begin with? He's going to kill him. You can't put that guy on the floor. He's not, he's not going to be on the floor in Boston in game two. No, no. But he's going to come back for the the Brooklyn game, and then what's what's he going to give me? Okay, so he plays good defense. But what that's what's that going to look like? He hasn't played in a year. And then what if he what if he's on the floor? You can't put him on the floor at the same time as Claxton. The two of this. the guys can't shoot free throws. If Ben Simmons comes back, let's say for Game Three in Brooklyn, what's he worth to the point spread? Zero. Right? He's not worth anything to the number. That'd be an egregious mistake by the Nets. They bring that guy into this series. But that 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 fan base is they are fired up, and they are uh, the this the intensity and how they're all over Kyrie. Yeah. And then Ben Simmons is going to get in that atmosphere and environment, and all you have to do is put him on the free throw line with his so-called mental health issues, which I agree with Mitch. He's using it as a crutch, and he wants his twenty million dollars back, which please. Uh, but that that will not go well for the Nets. And that's a team. It's it's so easy to. That's a team you just love to hate. The Nets right now. Simmons. Get the sunglasses on the bench again. Kyrie. Kyrie. I I really hate this team. I do. I I hate the Nets. And I want to see the Celtics bury them. That's why I was so happy the Celtics were able to pull out uh, game one. But like you said, that would have been crushing if if they didn't find a way to score in that game winning layup at the end. That was an incredible final possession. It goes back to, Paul, what I was talking about with the three finalists for Coach of the Year. Celtics coach Udoka. He deserved to be in there. Absolutely. Well, what the historic turnaround. 
Right. Uh, that will be. He was not a fin- he was no. not a finalist. No, you're 18 and 21. Like we talked with Bob Ryan Friday, and you're 500 at the All Star break, and you rally to get the two seed and finish over 600 winning percentage. But the the flip side to this coin is okay. Well, I I know there can be upsets. Um, and what Yudoka said about we're going to just go about our business, but their decision to go for this and get the two seed. Now you could have avoided Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. While the Bucks are going to take out the Bulls in five and have an easy time of it, they can put their feet up and relax, and that might go seven. So right. that decision about we want the two and we want we're, we don't we're not going to run from the Nets. Well, you saw how that that could backfire, and it, it, even if they win the series, and I think they will, it, it figures to go six or seven games. Uh, but Kyrie was unbelievable. My God, some of the shots he made. I mean, that, that's that's the defensive player of the year on him. And shooting from the parking lot, nothing you could do. <laughs> now, he gives a lot back at the defensive end. Mm-hmm. But the shots he was making, and then great job with the adjustments to blitz him and send the double team on that final possession. And he passes it to Durant last second, and he misses the three, and then the buzzer. Right. But that game had everything. Everything. Especially a crazy first quarter with all the fouls they were calling and the 20-plus free throws as well. Which stay out of the way, please. With the Actually, I think that game saved the the first uh, first week of the playoffs. There were a lot of duds in the playoffs this weekend. Well, I thought the Memphis game was good, entertaining. The the finish in the Utah Dallas game that was close. Uh, a blowout in the early the the finish with the Bulls and Bucks was good. Uh, Pelicans were out right. of it. You're an optimist, but that was yeah. Well, I didn't think it was that bad. You see the bright I side. I think it was good action. I thought it delivered. Yeah. It sure. was okay. I, I, the Celtics-Nets, by far, to me, was uh, the best game of the week. And um, that's, that series, I think, is going to save the first round. Okay. More on the bulls Bucks series coming up and everything Chicago with Mike North, ESPN 1000 Chicago host and podcast with the Odds Couple. We'll talk to our friend of the show, Mike North, coming up. In pocket, win-lose, and all these quarterbacks with Tim Jenkins later in the show. Follow the money. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.